What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Thank you guys so much for joining. Today, we have an amazing guest. Really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you. But before I get to my guest, a few housekeeping things. One, I want to say thank you. If you're new to the show, I'm just sitting down with interesting folks. I'm trying to gain some perspective, and I'm just sharing the conversations with you along the way. So thank you for joining along on the journey. I couldn't do this without you. Now, with that being said, I do have to ask, if anybody's gaining perspective, if you are getting value out of these conversations, do me a solid and just tell a friend bring us one friend it helps the show grow leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts. that helps the show become more discoverable and just subscribe if you aren't subscribed you might be listening but you're not but you might not be subscribed so all of these things help the show grow and i, I can't do it without you so thank you if you have done that again if you are getting value i just ask that you do that bring us one friend per episode so bring us a friend help us grow Big thank you goes out to St. Louis Deck and Fence. If you're in the St. Louis area, go to stldeckandfence.com. Check them out. You can even give them a call, 618-670-4531. These guys are the shit. They're going to come out. They're going to build a fucking fantastic deck, a fantastic fence. Uh, They're going to give you a free quote. They're hands-on. They're personable. They're producing high quality craftsmanship they're just doing great work so go check these guys out stldeckandfence.com or 618-670-4531 let them know i sent you and they will take care of you without a doubt you'll be happy that you did guys all right my guest today Day. This was a fun one because I'm sitting down with Sam Ridgeway. Sam is the founder of Viking Alternative Medicine, a hormone replacement therapy clinic. They're operating via telemedicine all in all 50 states. And uh, man, I've always said that once I hit a certain point in my life, I'm 100% going to go on some sort of hormone replacement therapy. So this is something I've always been very interested in. And uh, I had a buddy reach out to me. Uh, he had a very positive experience with Sam, and he thought it'd be great that we connect. So I'm glad that he connected with us, or connected us together. Sam is a really cool guy. He's a true believer in hormone uh, therapy, and he's an excellent testimonial uh, for the process itself. So it was really cool just to, you know, pick his brain. And uh, he's very uh, passionate and enthusiastic, and he just wants to help people. So it was. I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, Without any more rambling, though, let, let's get to the conversation. I have Sam Ridgeway. Let's gain some perspective, y'all. Sam Ridgeway. We're doing the thing. Dude, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. It's funny because I'm really glad that, uh, shout out to Mike Lindner for connecting us. I, um, I've always said that once I get to a certain point in my life, I'm 100% going to go on some sort of hormone, hormone replacement therapy. And I've always been very interested in the field. It's never anything that I've actually like gone too deep into. So it was very like serendipitous when he connected us because now we can kind of go down that rabbit hole. So right. Like, yeah. And you, at your age, I mean, I'm you might say how old you are, 33? Yep. Yeah. And you're not even going to need it now. 
but you know, as you obviously as you get older, right. you know, you need to uh, you need to watch that, and that testosterone levels drop, and when they do, you get you get fatter, you get fatigued, your brain starts, you know, you yeah. can't think of anything, brain fog. I mean, brain a lot fog. of different things happen. Libido goes down, and then you know, part of the problem with this is, I mean, okay, you're 33 right now. Part of the problem is as you get older, it's kind of this slow thing. It's like that that old thing that they talk about with the frog and the and the boiling water, you know? Oh, yeah. And so you just start going downhill. You come home. You sit in your chair. You have dinner. And pretty soon it's 10 years later, and you're like 40 pounds heavier. Yeah. You've, you're on all kinds of medications, high blood pressure, high cholesterol sort of thing. And the reason I know this is because that's what happened to me. The whole This whole thing stemmed from... Like a little over two years ago, it was over 400 pounds, oh, wow. high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, pre-diabetic. I mean, and so I'm sitting there and my back would go out like every every couple of months, which would take flexoril and would take uh, hydrocodone and bed for like four days. That's what I did for like four straight days. Just band-aids on the symptoms. Yeah. So that's what I did, you know. And, and so I'm sitting there one day and I'm like, okay, I start honestly thinking about the trajectory of the rest of my life, what I'm going to be on. When I'm going to actually get full-blown diabetes, you know? Yeah. And so doctors, all they do is they put all these Band-Aids on things. Like, here, take some of these, you know? Right. It's not going to fix anything, but it's going to get you through. And then you have a side effect off of that, in which case you have to take something else to offset that side effect. And right. pretty soon, you got one of those, like, pill containers full of stuff for yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You can't remember everything you're supposed to take. Yeah, so I'm pills looking for pills. At pills for pills. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, okay, this is the rest of my life. It's not going to get better. There's no way this is going to get better if I don't do something. And then I have grandkids and I have, you know, my, my, my daughter who's 17 and I have all of these responsibilities. I'm like, this is me that caused this. You know, I had decades of eating poorly, not exercising, all of these things. I caused this. I'm the one that got here. I'm the one that needs to get me out. Mm -hmm. So I started hormone therapy. It worked amazing for me and it worked to the point to where I said, I need to help other people. I need to bring this out. So I started a clinic, you know, about a year and a half ago or so. And, uh, you know, now we're over 6,000 patients nationwide. That's amazing. So what what brought you to that realization? You know what I'm saying? Like you got to a point to where you finally looked in the mirror and you realized it's just been this. I did that. It was this incremental crawl, right? That's a great question. Um, If I'm telling you the real story, I was sitting on the toilet one time (laughs) and my back had gone out. Mm. I couldn't even wipe my own butt, okay? As embarrassing as this sounds, I couldn't even do that. Like, my I, my back couldn't move around. And I'm thinking, I'm 48 years old, or 49, whatever, years old. And I'm like, this is where I am. Hmm. Now you talk about a feeling, like, pathetic, right? Yeah. And, and it isn't even that people out there have to get to that point. Like, that might be a point beyond what anybody's at right now. But I guarantee you, in a relationship, and right now, my wife and I are both on hormone therapy, and I find her incredibly attractive, right? Absolutely amazing. She's 52, and I'm 54, and she feels the same way. So the intimacy we have in our relationship is like we're 20. And when I look around at other people in our, in our circle and stuff like that, it isn't that they don't love each other, but they don't have that carnal, come here, I want you right here, right now, sort of feeling like my wife and I do, right? Yeah. If you don't have the libido, if you don't find each other attractive, yeah. and I say that all the time, you can you can love your spouse, but not find your spouse attractive. Yeah, right. Yeah, and 
I think there's almost a personal responsibility in a relationship to keep it to where your significant other finds you incredibly attractive. Yeah. That's the only thing you two do with each other that you don't do with the rest of the world. That, that intimacy thing. And if that's gone, you're roommates. I mean, that's all it is. You guys are just sharing bills. Right. And there's no reason to get there. There's no reason to allow yourself to get there. And you get there because your body changes over time and you're fighting an uphill battle. If your metabolism isn't, isn't in check, if you don't have your hormones balanced, if you don't have these things, which is those are the messengers that, get, that tell your body what to do. If your entire messaging system's messed up, you're fighting an uphill battle. You're not going to win that. You just keep getting fatter, which then causes more estrogen production, which then makes you fatter, and it's this whole spiral thing that's out of control. But if you fix that, if you put that back in balance, then everything's working just like it was when you were in your mid-20s, early 30s. Yeah. It's just amazing at the difference that it makes when everything in your body is working as it should be. Yeah, 100%. I mean, in your early 20s, right, that's when your hormones are just... They're at their best, right? I mean, I can remember being able to train as hard as I want to train and then just wake up and just feel good. And then now that I'm 33 even, I'll have a really hard training day and the recovery is just a little bit slower. And and that's kind of that incremental, right? It just kind of happens a little bit overnight. Um, That gets worse. Yeah. Hi, dude. I just, I just, man, I just try to, I just try to mitigate that as much as i can just with like good choices getting enough sleep make sure i'm getting the right you know food and water and and trying to get movement in but it's when you like neglect all of those things right and then you you compound that with just time and age that's when people Mm -hmm. get in a real bad spot so so whenever you're when when what's the process like if somebody wants to come and kind of figure out if hormones you know, therapy is good for them. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind, before we go into that, going back to what you were talking about, the recovery thing, I'm also, yeah, I'm I'm 54 years old. I do, I used to be in the gym for like two hours a day, right? Because I thought that's what you needed to do. Yeah. No pain, no gain. Every day, two hours, busting my, you know, horrible. If I didn't walk out of there just drenched with sweat, I didn't, you know, I wasn't doing anything. That's in my mind. COVID comes and I'm like, okay, the gym starts shutting down. My wife, I said, I might get a Bowflex or something like that. My wife said, you should. I'm like, nah, this COVID thing's going to blow over. Not, you know, not they're not going to keep the gyms closed for like months. That's just Impossible. silly. Right. So she's like, no, you really should. So it's fine. So I get a Bowflex. I get an extra bench and select tech weights. So you can, you know, twist them. And anyway, so I get that. I bring it in. I haven't gone back to the gym because what I've found is with the right balance of horn, with everything in, I'm just as big today. As I was back then, two hours in the gym, I'm 30 minutes on a Bowflex in my basement right, yeah. with some other things. But well, you're training for a different purpose, right? It's, it's... I, I, I mean, I, I am, but I wasn't really training for a purpose prior to that either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all aesthetics. You're I mean, just... I just want to look good naked. It's yeah, what yeah. I tell everybody in the hormone clinic. All you want to do at 50, I'm not beating anybody up anymore. Yeah. You don't see 50-year-olds running around hitting each other. <laughs> right. Know, it, it doesn't happen. Right. All we want to do is look good naked. You want to go to a pool party. And be able to take off your shirt and feel okay, feel comfortable yeah, while you're there. Not the guy with the white T-shirt that, you know, you don't want to be that guy. Nobody wants to be that guy. But you also don't want to be on the other end of the spectrum. You don't want to sit around and eat salad in the corner while everyone's having pizza and beer. You want to be able to live life yeah. like you did when you were 20 and not really have to worry about those things. About 80% of the time, you worry about what you eat. The other 20, do whatever you want. The 80-20 rule. Yeah. But getting back to that, to what it would take, I mean, I... It's more so on symptoms than it is on age. 
Like we have people that are 23, 24 that are on hormone therapy. Now, a lot of these guys abused performance enhancing drugs when they were like 17 and they just shot their entire system. Now their system isn't producing any testosterone. So now they need to supplement it. There are those people, but there are people that just genetically, their testosterone is low. So yeah. anything, you go get a lab test. That's obviously, this is above the board, 100%, you know, legitimate doctors, all the rest, U.S. pharmacy, licensed U.S. pharmacies, everything. But you go get labs. And if your labs on your testosterone, they're 550 or lower, in our mind, then you're low. Okay. So if you experience things like fatigue, weight gain, um, like I said, brain fog, uh, sexual dysfunction is another big one that comes off of hormone therapy. Um, all of these things, if you experience those and you have like maybe two or more symptoms, you might just want to rule it out, right? At least if that isn't the case, at least you know it's not the case. It's always a good idea to get baseline lab work to see where you are anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I always encourage that. Like, where are you right now? And even if you're, you're not, you know, and even if your testosterone's 600, three, four years from now, you're starting to feel worse. You go back and you look and you're like, okay, well, now it's 500, right? I mean, I can see how it's digressing right. as I go along. Because like you said, you did a baseline right. and you found out where you were. So I find that to be very important for anyone. What is a good baseline for testosterone? You know, it really matters. It really matters based upon your genetics and so on. Because one person could feel, even when you do hormone therapy, if some person's at 900, they could feel great. Another person needs to be at 1300 to feel great. Oh. Some people could be at 1800 before they feel great. So it really all comes down to, but your body lets you know. Like your liver function, your kidney function, your cholesterol, I mean, all of these things, mm -hmm. if your body doesn't like it, it'll let you know because those values will be out of whack. Your cholesterol will be off the charts or your liver function. It's really stressing your liver, stressing your kidneys. So that's kind of how we know where your body wants to be. That's responding. Yeah. Okay. Because we make, we make them get labs every six months. The, the law says 12 months, but I find that too far to go not knowing what's going on internally. Because you can look fine on the outside, but we don't know what's going on inside. Right. So every six months at least, we make people get labs. Okay. And then we see, okay, what's going on inside of you? Do we need to modify things, correct things? How do you feel? You know, those kind of questions. And then we just slowly dial people in. It's a process. Yeah, yeah. We slowly dial them in. Is there, is there kind of like a generally accepted range of, like, that would be healthy? Of testosterone? Yeah. You know, I'd say anywhere from like 900 to maybe 1500, okay. like in that range, okay, is a good solid place to be. Okay. When you're enhanced, let's just call it enhanced on hormone therapy, when you're doing exogenous testosterone. Okay. Yeah. So what would be what would with, with like without any exogenous um, input, like what would be I would say when you're 20, you probably be at, you know, anywhere from 800 to 11 some people even 1200 okay and you can kind of tell when a person has a lot of tests like you'll see those guys yeah who are just ripped yeah right it doesn't matter what they they go to mm -hmm. mcdonald's every day and they're just ripped right those are the guys with some high testosterone right? <laughs> yeah for sure but you know if you're if you're overweight you're always battling your weight you know, you're 20 years old and you're you're 40 50 pounds overweight yeah your testosterone's probably testosterone is probably in the tank yeah you know i was reading something the other day saying that just as a generation as a whole like the I guess the the current generation or the youngest generation, they're they're experiencing just low testosterone as a whole in a lot of men, mm -hmm. um, and I guess it's coming from a lot of um, just hormone disruptors from the environment, whether it's things we're putting on our skin or the you know the things that we're just exposed to on a daily basis. So are you seeing a lot more like younger dudes in here than maybe even in the past? Absolutely, absolutely, and those and those are correct studies. 
I mean, just based upon, like you said, environmental factors, things we're putting in our body, things that we're breathing and so on. Yeah. The testosterone levels are going down. And so the same average testosterone level you would have seen 20 years ago is far higher than the one it is than where it is today. Dude, that's scary. It is. Because how far does it go? You know, yeah. far go. and it's not even necessarily that, you know, no, okay. Nobody wants you running around raging like a caveman. That's not really what testosterone is, but testosterone is the male hormone. It's what makes men men. Yeah. So like I said, everything that goes to sexual function is also included in those hormones. So you have a lot more people today with ED, with, with certain things at a younger age than you had before. Right. Testosterone is one of the things that drives that entire process. So you don't want that to be low. You especially don't want it low when you're developing. Right. Because you, you don't want to develop like less than what you should either as a man, you know? Right. So it's a problem all around. And I really don't know how how you turn it around. I mean, we're all of these things are so ingrained within our lives today. Plastics, you right. know, all, everything we, that we get. It's, yeah, deodorant. I mean, there's just, they put uh, chemical protectants on couches and, and, and mattresses and just all of these things, man. We're just exposed constantly. Yeah, you're not going to get, you're not getting away from it. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it's kind of here to stay. So, I mean, I don't know what the solution is. And I know that hormone therapy seems like a Band-Aid on top of that. But I don't really see any any other way that you're going to get the testosterone in your body that your body wants yeah. without putting it there. I think that is the answer, right? I mean, even if it weren't for all these other, like, outside things, just just from just natural aging, it's going to go down. And, I mean, I feel like it's just a smart move to, to supplement that just for vitality and health. Like, I'm all about longevity. I say I'm going to live until I'm 106. <laughs> so I'm just all about longevity, man. And that just seems like the, the smart thing to do is address your hormones. Right. And the non-smart thing to do, you know, but, again, it's, all, it's also with the lifestyle choices. And I think that's what, you know, I think Americans, when you look at the, you know, obesity rates and things like that. Yeah. I mean, people just kind of let themselves go. I mean, yeah. you have, and, and that was the whole COVID thing too. You know, I don't want to get too deep into that because obviously that sparks a lot of controversy. But I mean, you can at least agree that if you take care of your body, your body is far more apt to take care of you when it hits a crisis. Without a doubt. Right. I mean, if you just, and that was part of it, part of the morbidity was having underlying medical conditions, diabetes, you know, just obesity in general. I mean, some of these th- heart conditions, some of these things that attributed to the death rate had you... Not everybody can be healthy. I mean, I understand that. But a lot of people could do a lot better with their health and say, you know what? I'm just going to get out, exercise a little bit, like 20 minutes a day, like yeah. just something. I'm going to eat right. You know, I'm not going to go to McDonald's and eat fried chicken and everything all the time. You know, I'm right. going to watch what I eat. I mean, you have to do these things if you want the longevity. I mean, you're in great shape. I mean, you obviously exercise and all the rest of that stuff you might live to your 106 right especially with medical advances that's the way i look at it yeah 32 look at you got like by the time you get you got 50 years of medical advances before you're even getting to where you would die today exactly so i think you're in i think you got 106 no problem i think i'm gonna do it i think that's shooting low (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm just that's the first goal i might go to 150 yeah so you know i mean we have all people all walks of life all ages all everything but it comes down to one common denominator. And usually with men, I mean, as you know with the doctor, men can have an arm fall off. They're not going to do yeah, anything. Yeah, we just don't come in. 
but you start having sexual dysfunction yeah. and your entire life's over. Like that is it. <laughs> I'm going to do something. I don't care what it is. I'll move mountains, but this is not going to happen to me. Yeah. So that's usually when we start getting the guys when, the when, when that happens. And then we get in there because not only do we do men, we do women as well. Right. Because all these hormones, they're important for men and women. It's just Both. at what, what level and what balance, right? I mean, mm-hmm. women also need testosterone. Mm-hmm. Just as men also need estrogen, just we don't want a lot of it. Correct. Correct. And you know, that's the thing because with women, like men, okay, there was something like women, like one month go through a hormonal change that's more than men go through in their entire lifespan oh, in one month. It's crazy. And, and, and that's and the that's, truth. You're right. And that's why they have issues losing weight and all these different things right. usually. And something like having a baby can throw off your hormone levels and they never come back. Now, with a lot of women, they'll come back and then, you know, everything will be fine. But there are frequent instances where just having one child throws your hormones off forever. Like you never get the weight off. Yeah. It's not that you're not trying. Right. It's that you hormonally, you, it, it's been modified. Now you're like, you have the metabolism of like a 60 year old. You can, you, you can't do it. Right. So estrogen, progesterone and testosterone. Those are women and women are far more complicated than men. But at the clinic we have right now, we have seven different providers that will, that on our medical staff and our medical director. Okay. And any one of those can, can help women like my wife, 52. She was starting to have hot flashes, covers on, covers off, like drenched in sweat, can't mm-hmm. sleep. Obviously, you're irritable the entire next day if you can't sleep right. over and over and over. I mean, it's a horrible thing. She goes to the doctor, and doctors, you know, that just happens. Like, you could be looking at eight years of this. She's like, hell no. I'm not looking at eight years of this. So I say, baby, come to the clinic. You know, she comes over. And so um, we're on the labs, find out what she's deficient in, put it back. Hasn't had a hot flash since. Um, sleeps like a baby. Libido's through the roof. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the two of us, like the 20 thing isn't just all the rest of the stuff. It's the libido. You have to want to. I mean, that's part of the problem with the men when they come to us. It's like it's like going and like, okay, I will, but I don't feel like it. You right. Know? If you feel like, if you both feel like it, you remember that. Everybody remembers that. Oh, you yeah. know, that's back when you were 20 years old. You know, you're just like, grab it. You just want to fucking just run around. And just... <laughs> right. Literally, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I don't want to get to where I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> but, but, you know, to get it to where it's a healthy relationship right. with, it, with, with plenty of intimacy, Um, You know, that's what keeps the relationships like my wife and I have where other people envy it. They're like, man, I wish we were like you guys. Yeah. But you don't have to try. It just comes. It just just happens. Yeah. We we operate off of feeling so much just as people. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes you don't we don't really stop to think about why am I feeling the way I'm feeling and then how can I maybe do something about it? Right. And, and hormone therapy could be an answer for a lot of people, sounds like. Because that's what people think, exactly what people think. They're like, I'm just getting old. Yeah, and they just And they just mark it. it off as that's, you know, that's just going to happen. That's what no, you're supposed to do. it's not just going to happen. It doesn't have to happen. We've turned thousands of people's lives around. The emails, the messages that I get all the time, thank you for saving my relationship. Thank you for saving my marriage. I mean, if you are with, uh, with your spouse and you can't perform... And then you don't feel like it. It's only going to last so long saying it's me. It's not you before she starts thinking it's me. Right. Right. And I think it's just human nature. I'm not saying that's any justification for cheating or anything like that. I'm just saying that 
it would be difficult to go through a relationship where you didn't have that connection with your spouse, with your significant other. Right. I mean, pretty soon you guys are fighting with each other. You don't have, you don't, don't you don't have this common bond. You don't have this foundation of it's us against the rest of those bastards, right? Yeah. You lose that, and when you start losing that, that's when things start falling apart. That's when the guy in back of her the at the grocery store starts giving her a couple of compliments. She starts yeah. liking he, it. He talked to me so nice. Right. He says things you never say. He listens. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be that. You don't want to facilitate somehow your spouse wanting to fantasize about someone else, you know? And it, it and all of these things sound so crazy, yeah. but it really comes back to just taking care of yourself. Yeah. Wanting the other person and being in a relationship that both of you are just, both of you have to feel like you got more than you ever deserved yeah. in that relationship. And when both of you feel like that, it's an amazing place to be. Dude, at the end of the day, you can't take care of anybody else. and You can't really be of value to your community or anybody around you if you're not taking care of yourself. Right. You have to do those things. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing those things, then you're just you're just kind of just existing. And that's not really a way to live. Right. And there's a ripple effect. You're not only affecting you. You're not only affecting your wife. But now you're affecting your children. And now you're affecting employees if you have them the the ripple effect of what you do goes so far the grand i have grandchildren right hey we're taking them to disney next week yeah that's I mean, awesome I, I don't know how many 50 year olds be okay running around disney for like two days i mean there's a like that's it's exhausting. not gonna be fun i work out and i'm not looking forward to it <laughs> Are you want to work i go to disney right yeah. with two eight-year-olds <laughs> you're standing around for multiple so hours. it's just being able to do biking with the wife i went biking with the wife yesterday you know we went like eight ten miles or something okay yeah. i mean Going for walks, doing these things, living life. We travel all the time. There are just so many people my age in the fifty in their fifties that can't do that anymore. Yeah. And you, I think you've. This is the perfect time. Like I, the kids are getting out of the house. I have grandkids, right? And we have like extra income. Hopefully, you've worked your entire life and you you made some smart financial decisions and you have a little bit of extra capital sitting there. I have the time to go do stuff. I have the capital to go to do stuff. Now the only thing left is our health. Right. If we don't have our health, it doesn't matter what or anything else happened. Right. We're not going anywhere. If you don't have the energy to do the stuff, it doesn't matter. That's right. And all of it is just making good, solid choices. And even if you hadn't, haven't or hadn't prior, yeah. you can do things such as hormone therapy, men and women, to bring you back to, now it's not going to happen overnight, but you can get there overnight. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the process. But let's say six, eight months. And that's one of the things that I did here just to prove, OK, I have my story about how I 400 pounds, you know, did my whole entire thing. And now my labs are perfect. Like I'm I have the labs of like a 20 year old cholesterol, everything. 100 percent. I'm on no medications. Nice. I was on medications. I'm no longer on any meds whatsoever. That's awesome. So um, I have my story. But then. I have the story of, you know, thousands of others that have come in with with Viking alternative medicine and, and have done that. But I said, you know, I'm going to show, I'm going to just show you. So I put out this thing, had about uh, maybe 40 people apply. And what I was going to do is I say, I'm going to take you, you have to be in St. Louis. I'm going to take you, bring you in right where you are. You have to be over the age of 45, not on any hormone therapy or anything like that. I don't care what kind of ailments you have. Come in, I'll put you on a program. I'll get you what you need all for free. And I will show you that within six months, I will change your life. It doesn't matter who you are. So we had applicants come in, and we had one guy, Scott Kiphart, and I just did a video with him like last week. Scott's five, almost six months into it right now. It changed his entire life. He couldn't even hardly get out of the car. He, he couldn't pick stuff up with his hand. He's a retired police, police officer, and I mean, his life, his neck, I mean, everything, the getting, 
you wouldn't even notice him six months later. Really? He's getting up. He's doing things. He's going to the gym all the time. He's like, this saved my life. He just literally said last night, this saved my life. And you hear that story over and over and over. And I'm about to get to another spot where I'm going to bring another one in. And I'll just take care of you for life, right? That's my thing. Just oh. come in. Go through this. Let me kind of document it with you. Right. And I'll, I'll pay for all your treatment for the rest of your life. Oh, right? wow. Because I just want to show people, it doesn't matter who you are. You just believe in it that much. I believe in it that much. I, I, I am here right now talking to you, feeling like I feel with the relationship that I have and the family and the prosperity and all the rest of that stuff. All of that is because of hormone therapy. I would never have been able to do what I did without the cognitive abilities, without the energy, without the, the foundation, my wife behind me, you right. know, with, without the kids and, and, and being able to go do things and all of the things that have happened since I've started this, none of that would have happened. I would have been back on that toilet wondering how I was going to wipe my ass. Oh, man. Dude, it sucks when you hurt your back, dude. I hurt my yeah. back deadlifting. You never realize just how much. When, when you hurt any body part, when you're just not physically capable of doing things, you just never realize how important those things are until you lose them. Right. And imagine that happened to you about every two months. Oh, man. That's where your back not just goes out, not just like a little twinge, to where you are bedridden. You can't move. For like you can't. 40. Because every time you do, you, you get that like yeah. electric bolt through Dude, your spine. It hurts to breathe sometimes. Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's brutal. Are you, seeing, are you seeing more athletes? So we were kind of talking a little bit. Like I fought for a very long time. And mm -hmm. the reason why... I, I kind of stopped fighting as I just I started becoming more concerned for my brain and I, from some of my research we're, we're kind of seeing a lot of hormone related issues with with head injuries. Mm -hmm. um, are you are you seeing a lot of athletes getting treated in this space? Um, I see a lot of them getting treated for like if you have injuries there are certain peptides and so on like BPC one fifty seven TB five hundred miraculous healing medications. They're injectables you inject them. Okay. But anyway like I've had stuff like I had upper blepharoplasty where I got my eyelids done because I just felt like I was tired all day. My wife had broke her wrist, had some other stuff done. And BPC and, and, and TB500, both of those together, the doctor, every situation is actually like, I don't know how you're healing like this. Like, this is absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. And one time I made the mistake of talking to him, and I said, hey, well, here's what we're doing. They're like, is that even legal? Well, yeah, it's legal. I get it from a U.S. pharmacy. Why don't you know about this? Aren't you a healing? What is it? What does it do? It actually goes in and helps your body heal. Like, it everything that happens where your body heals it takes that it exponentially makes it better huh. it was actually tb was actually designed for horses so race horses because they're very expensive and mm -hmm. if they get injured you need to get them back out there as fast as you possibly can because you're losing money so it was kind of in the equestrian sector really veterinarian sector and then <laughs> humans start seeing it they're like hey you know we'll cross that over so they crossed it over and, <laughs> and now it's good so tb 500 and bpc so to answer your question with the athletes we have stuff like you can do Anavar and you can do uh, DECA, Nandrolone, and some other things. And there are a lot of people who come in to do performance enhancement. And there are a lot of hormone clinics that will do that. But that's not us. Like, I, when I started Viking, it wasn't to do the performance enhancement to take you beyond your genetic limitations. Mine was for people that actually have messed up hormones to well, feel better mm -hmm. right and a lot of the sports guys a lot like we go back to when we were talking before a lot of that is because they did some you know they dabbled in underground ugl stuff for like years and they messed up their entire system so now they have to have to do that but i don't necessarily see more sports people coming into the field because they truly have lower testosterone because i think that that group like you, like you have plenty of testosterone probably. I mean, you, yeah. I don't think you get into that 
field if you're not good at it. In order to be good at it, I think you have to have those hormones that are working for you so you're stronger than the average person to begin with. Yeah, and, and maybe I shouldn't have specified even athletes. I was just thinking more so um, just people with, like, head trauma. You know what I mean? Oh. With, like, TBI or CTE because I guess from what my understanding, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, it's just with with the trauma to the brain, and, I mean, that kind of be a regulation source, it, mm-hmm. it can throw off your hormone production oh, yeah. and, and just – put you in a very bad place. So I didn't know if maybe you're seeing those type of people who are just have had these, these, this trauma and now their hormones are all fucked up because of that. Right. And I don't necessarily see those at the clinic, but I think that if, the, if we did and that was the reason, we would probably refer them to a specialist in order to have the specialist do something with them. Like, like I have like trans people come to us as well and say, you know, I want to change from, you know, a man to a woman or a woman to a man. And I don't have any problem with that. It's just that we're not, we don't have the specialization to be able to do those things. So mm. I pass you off to, to a specialist. Oh, okay. Because it, we're in a very litigious society also mm-hmm. to where if anything goes wrong, yeah. you're getting sued in the so next week. So you're much week. more general population, yeah. people trying to just improve life and vitality. Right. So if you general. came to me, like, and I, but I do believe, and I don't even know if there's more of the head trauma going on or whether we're just more aware of it, like with the football stuff 100%. and the rest of those things. Yeah. We have better testing to find out that you do indeed have a you know have had trauma. So I think the awareness is higher. Yes. And so in those different things, if someone comes to us with some specialty, then we'll definitely send them off to to somebody who's more specialized in that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you're actually just treat you know like how many guys were just athletes when they were young because we're we're seeing cases of like TBI and CT mm-hmm. and people who just only did like high school athletics. And I wonder if that's maybe affecting them later on in life, and that's just a part of the cause. I think it is because yeah. the the crazy thing about all that is you don't you don't recognize it at the time, right? You know, just like with the sun. You know, I like at twenty years old, I'm like. I got like baby oil on me, right? <laughs> I'm like, nothing's going to happen to me or whatever. You're totally fine. Look right. Forever. And then you come up and you got like, you know. Moles start popping up. <laughs> right. Some cancerous melanoma or something on your skin. Well, that didn't happen yesterday. You know, right. That happened when you were 25. So you have these things happen to you that you have no idea what's going to go on. And the lifting thing, part of my back problem, I had back surgery about 12 years ago. Part of that with the doctor, the doc was like, you freaking lifted heavy weights your whole life. What do you expect? You know, you're, you're deadlifting, you're doing, you know, hundreds, you're doing that over and over week after week. You know, what do you think is going to expect your body, your body to do? Yeah. You're going to like squish your discs and stuff. That's going to happen. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Stuff like that happens all the time. And you just really don't even know it until it's too late. Yeah. Now you're smarter and now you're like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have done that, but obviously. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. Dude, that's why I'm glad there's guys like you out there and just just the amount of information that we have now because, again, like my whole thing is I'm just really geared towards longevity. Mm -hmm. And um, But for many, many years, it was always kind of just the philosophy of just push harder and push through and and just keep going. And that's not sustainable, right? I mean, that's where a lot of people end up in a bad spot. Right. So it's it's good to have you know have the information out there. So I appreciate yeah. the things that you're doing. Man. And I think another thing that probably is harder now is I think it's just become so competitive in that coll- in that collegiate market that people in high school now, even coaches, are getting these kids on performance enhancing drugs like testosterone and so mm. on because I want you to get to that next level. Yeah. And the other people are doing it too. So at some point in time, you almost have to do it to compete at that level. Like you have it, to. That's a shame too. It is a shame, but it's being pushed to that to where 
kids today, you know, they're again, they're going to live forever when you're 18, 19 years old. You're like, yeah, you know, give me that. And then you start to feel like a, a beat. But, well, yeah. what that does is once you once they use you in the college environment and toss you out, because like what, 0.1% is ever going to go to the pros? Yeah. That's if you make it through college. I mean, you look at a two 400-pound dudes hitting each other yeah. like every day. Yeah. Something's going to happen. That's why it's cool those guys can get paid now. Did you just see that change? I love that. I love right? that too, man. I think if you're going to make money off of them. They should be getting paid. They, sh- they should be getting paid. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, and I guess you know a lot of those guys, what they don't realize is that whenever you're exogenously introducing these hormones, you're going to shut down your own body's natural production. It stops. Yeah. Stops producing. Your testicles say we're no longer needed. They shrivel up. Yeah. Unless you have something like HCG. That continues to tell your body to produce it, which we do at the at the clinic. We do HCG. Yeah, I was watching a video and you're explaining the difference between HCG and a couple other products. Gonadarellin. Yeah. yeah. Clomid. Mm-hmm. Right. Those things. And HCG is by far the best one. But basically, that just keeps your factory on, so your testicles don't shrivel up. Because there's this negative feedback loop that happens in your body. Your testicles say, "Do I need to produce testosterone?" And your body says, "No," because you're injecting it. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, okay. But too much of it, they get a little smaller, a little smaller, and a little smaller. And pretty soon, they're like the size of raisins. Yeah, baby right? nuts. No, right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I want to keep sexual function. And that happens with the entire sexual, from sensitivity to everything. So you want to keep that, that system going. Yeah. Right. HCG will allow you to do that. Oh, so you would you would do that in, the, in addition with the therapy to help keep that system mm-hmm. operating correctly. Yeah. And then another thing that happens from that is once you put testosterone in your body, testosterone in men or women, converts to estrogen. So if you convert too much estrogen, then you start having, like, a guy can have the same symptoms as a woman has. You know, I mean, you'll be sitting there, and all of a sudden the Disney princess come on, you wonder why you're crying, right? (laughs) Or you're just irritable or something, you know? So the excess turns into estrogen? Is that how that works? Yeah, testosterone, excess testosterone will turn into estrogen. Whoa, did not know that. Yeah, and then, so that's that's part of the problem. So you need something to regulate that estrogen, which is something like a nostrizol. Now, not everybody needs it. I mean, it's on a kind of a case-by-case basis. I'd say probably in what I've seen, 70, 80% of the people do need it, like I need it, or else I convert like like crazy. Really? And, oh my, and then sexual dysfunction and everything, It's it, yeah, all this stuff happens. Yeah. Horrible. You there's don't want there's an important balance to play when we're talking about hormones. Yeah, which is those labs. Come back to the labs. That's why I need to see what's going on inside That's of you, you so often. every six months. To make sure that everything that we're doing is working well and going off how you feel and so on. Right. But yeah, you need the you need and it's not necessarily one medication to offset another medication. Those three medications together work wonderfully and kind of get everybody into balance. So everything's working in tandem. Yeah, and then I also do uh, I also do growth hormone. Okay. So I do HGH. Right. Isn't St. Louis like one of the number one distributors of growth hormone in the country? <laughs> well, the or- crazy thing, and they could be. I mean, I don't really know okay. that because, again, in California, down in, in Florida, Florida is the, the most lax state for anything. So a lot of times when you see HGH is being distributed or sold, it's coming out of Florida. Okay. Because they have lax laws. It's really, honestly, not be not supposed to be scripted off-label, which the only on-label is kids that can't grow. Kids that can't grow, yeah. They still do it, but if the government wanted to come in and nail you on it, they could. Mm. So we don't do HGH because I don't want to be shut down, right? And I want to be above board and, and legal and everything. But we do other things because all you're really doing with the HGH is trying to increase IGF-1, which is what will help your metabolism. Mm-hmm. That's why we, when you get old, you don't repair. Yeah, like you break your fact, hip, yeah, you know? Your growth factor. Your, your bones get brittle. I mean, all of these things happen. Your hair just turns crazy gray. 
um, you know, you get fat and out of shape. But if you have IGF one, then then you're good. It's it keeps everything intact. You repair like Wolverine. Mm. It's it's absolutely amazing. Is It'll that actually even collagen create, production. It doesn't do collagen production necessarily, although it does everything. It stimulates everything to happen in your body. So in addition to that, collagen production. But I wouldn't say that that IGF one is going to fix any collagen issues. Got but you. it'll fix everything. You know, okay. it'll it'll make everything better. Okay. But it'll even create satellite muscle cells mm. to where you have a normal muscle cell, which you can build up. But then you also have ones that start popping up next to it. So you can build those up as well. Hmm. So as with anything, it's all moderation, right? If you take too much of something, it's bad. Right. And that's why you get those big guys, you know, up on stage with, you know, the the split um, abs where it just looks the bubble gut and all the rest 20. of that stuff. Yeah. But these guys are shooting like, you know. 30 IUs of, of growth hormone and eating copious amounts of food to where they can't fit another thing in their mouth in order to hear. So that's just all abuse. But that's where a lot of people take yeah. their thought of growth hormone. But in moderation, growth hormone is absolutely amazing. Dude, people do that with just lifting weights. They're like, yeah. if I start lifting weights, I'm going to look like that guy. It's like, listen, you have to do a whole lot of shit to look like that guy. Right. <laughs> or girl. And you have to have the genetics. Yeah. You don't have the genetics. I don't care what you do. You're not going to look like that guy. There's a huge genetic factor that people ignore. Yeah. People don't. Do. So food, sleep, sleep. That's what a lot, a lot of people like. They're in the gym, you know, four hours a day. You're breaking yourself down when you're in the gym. Right. When you're getting your muscles in the kitchen, in the bed, when yeah. you're sleeping and recovering, that's when your muscles are getting bigger. That's where all you're the tearing happens. them down when you're in the gym. So if you keep tearing them down day after day after day and you never give them time to repair, they're not going to get any bigger. I'm not saying going to call it overtraining, although it's kind of a sort of thing, but you can't break something down constantly and never get it a chance to repair, which is, again, why the Bowflex for 30 minutes is giving me the same results as two hours a day in the gym. Yeah. I'm giving myself time to repair. I'm doing, I'm doing it right. Yeah. So it's not sometimes more isn't better. Sometimes more is just more. That's true. So do you prioritize your sleep? You know, I usually, uh, I'm a morning person. So, yeah, I get up around 5 a.m. I just wake up. It could have mm. been from the military or whatever. I don't know if I'm waking me up at like 3 a.m. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but it's something like that. Yeah. And uh, I go to bed like 9, 9.30, something like that. Okay. Wake up about 5. So, I mean, I get plenty of sleep. I think I really only need about six hours. I get, you know, what, seven or you know, whatever it is. Yeah, it sounds I get. like you get between seven, seven and a half, six hours. Yeah. And I feel great. But in that whole 400 pound phase or something, mm-hmm. I, my sleep, I would wake up all the time. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I couldn't go back to sleep. My mm-hmm. sleep was horrible. Things like that, which is another thing with hormones. Yeah. And especially IGF one. That's one of the things when growth with growth hormones, sleep is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Sleep is just so important. Incredibly important. That's where you, that's when you repair, that's when your brain goes back in and figures things out. You know I mean? There's so many things that happen when you sleep. It's just so important. I don't think people give it the credit that, that it deserves. Oh, I'm just, I'm just such a big advocate for sleep. So I mean, I've done like health coaching and personal training and I'm always, if I have conversations just with friends and family, cause I'm always kind of like, uh, just the health knowledge guy in general, just for my own fascination. But I'm always asking people like, man, how much are you sleeping? Like, are you, are you creating a sleep environment? Like what's the temperature in there? Do you have blackout curtains? Mm-hmm. Do you have a TV in your room? Like if you do get electronics out of your room, like that's disrupting your sleep. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really big on that. I never really stress about the time. I always look at sleeping as in sleep cycles. So usually I think between about 90 minutes is typically a sleep cycle. Mm-hmm. So I usually count, like, as long as I get four sleep cycles, which is at least six, but if I get five, which is about seven and a half, I'm usually pretty good. 
Yeah, I used to have a whoop strap. Well, okay, I still have a whoop strap. It just happens to be in my drawer. Yeah. But I wore that thing for over a year. Yeah. That thing was amazing. Like, the technology in that whoop strap was you liked incredible. It. I loved it because it went through and it told you how you slept. Yeah. It told yeah. you the quality. Because that's what we're talking about. It's quality of sleep. 100%. You could sleep for nine hours and have shitty sleep. Exactly. But you could sleep for four hours and have quality sleep and you feel rested. Yeah. So it's getting that quality sleep. It's allowing your body to shut down right. when it needs to, to be able to repair all of those things and figure all of those things out and you know again we we all have different needs as far as that goes you just need to find yours and you need to give that to your body right and sometimes some factors are outside of the bounds of what we can really control like i you know i'll just sometimes come in my brain starts working right i'll wake up to go to the bathroom and i'll start thinking of 50 oh if i did that better yeah oh i need to write this down or that and you know my brain starts going it's hard for me to go. so if you're geared that way it's kind of hard yeah but the best thing you can do is just, you know, give yourself the proper nutrition, proper exercise, and make sure that all your hormones and everything, you're healthy. Right. Make sure you're healthy. And that's going to be your best, you know, chance of getting that quality sleep that we need. Right. And yeah. that affects everything in life, that, that quality of sleep. Yeah. I mean, you know when you wake up and you had a good night's rest, it's a totally different day oh, than if you wake up and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You can just handle stress better. You can process things better. Just Life's just a whole lot easier. better. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Yeah, I've, I've, dude. So whenever I, I don't know if I got too far off track, cause and maybe you already answered it. So someone's coming to, to the clinic, they get their labs, they they work with a a medical professional. You guys are are, are dialing in their um, kind of what their protocol is by checking labs every six months. Mm-hmm. It's a very personalized approach. It sounds like, mm-hmm. um, dude. It just. It, I, don't, I really don't really know what my question is. I just want to make sure I'm understanding that process correctly. Is that, That's the is, process is that, is that, that you process? do, but like, again, it comes down to a lot of how you feel. Like, you want to feel good because it, it doesn't really matter it's what the values are. It's how do you feel. Okay. Now, also go off of labs because, you know, some people are going to feel like it depends on how you want to feel also. If you're getting too much testosterone, okay, yeah. you might feel like a beast and you're in the gym and you're cranking it up, but you're sleeping like shit. Uh, you know, all, your, your cholesterol's off the chart. All the, so we look back and say, okay, even though you feel like you're doing great, your body doesn't like it. Like right here on paper, your body says it doesn't like it. Uh, right? okay. So we need to back this stuff down a little bit. And as weird as it sounds, we back it down. They're like, okay, that's what you were talking about. Now mm. I feel great. Yeah. You know, and I would rather feel great than be 54 and try to impress some some checkout chick at the grocery store that says you look you know you look great for an old man. Why do I care, right? I yeah. don't give, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. But a lot of guys that are in that whole whole midlife crisis thing, and that's important to them that to external have that, validation. Yes, that affirmation, especially from younger women. A lot of guys yeah. are like geared to that. They want that validation coming back. I don't I don't give a shit because again, yeah. it goes back to the relationship with my wife. I don't care about that because I have an incredible relationship with my wife. I don't need that. Yeah. You know, I don't need that external affirmation. Now, how important is vitamin D? Because I was vitamin's huge. That's this can be considered a hormone, right? Uh, I, I mean, I suppose you could go into that category as as more so a supplement or some obviously that you need. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about with COVID. One of the one of the connections was a lack of vitamin D right. in a lot of the different studies. I mean, so it goes all the way back to that. But vitamin D causes a number of different issues if you're deficient. So yeah. absolutely, vitamin D is essential. 
Okay, yeah, because I, I know for the longest time we've always kind of thought of it as a vitamin, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we've always understood like just how many processes that actually does regulate. I have vitamin D and vitamin C. I get, like, in, that, in this place I have, I get IV of, treatment every week. So you guys offer that kind of yeah. stuff as well? Yeah, I mean, in this location. Like, yeah. you know, we do telemedicine across all 50 states. Which so. is predominantly the business that you do, right? Yeah, that's tele- this 90-something percent of it. I just, I, I, I like this place, and yeah. we do certain things in this place we can't do anywhere else. Right. But, yeah, one of those is just an, an IV treatment. I get the Myers cocktail. I get... Um, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I just like pipe it in. And with that Scott guy, the one I brought in, that's mm-hmm. part of his treatment that I give him too. Okay. Just once a week IV, you know, just vitamins. You can't do any better. Oil. You can't do better than, just you know, intravenously bring it in. But that goes to another thing, another side effect, the IV thing or blood part yeah. of, of testosterone is also as you have more testosterone in your body, you start getting more red blood cells, which is kind of what Lance Armstrong got dinged for. Blood oh, doping, where yeah. they go in and they put more red blood cells in, which carry oxygen. So mm-hmm. you have all of this. Yeah, but the problem is more. your blood gets a little sludgy, like motor oil. Not oh. that bad, but it's harder for your heart to pump. Okay. So your hematocrit and your hemoglobin, those are two things that we check as well. Because if those get elevated, you need to go give blood. And all you do is just give blood, right? Because what that does is when you... Your, when your body produces blood, it doesn't produce it with red blood cells. That comes after. Oh, so so if we fresh. take out a huge bag of blood with all the red blood cells in it, when yeah. your body makes it, it's going to make that same amount without them. So you're diluted. Uh, so about every quarter, a lot of people have to go give blood in, on hormone therapy. Well, men, not yeah. necessarily women, to keep that hematocrit and hemoglobin down so your your blood doesn't become viscous. And that blood's usable? Like that's okay to like give to people? You know, they don't... It's called a therapeutic lobotomy. And... What they what they say is that the that the the part inside of the bag that keeps it from going bad, the preservative, there isn't enough in there with all of those red blood cells if you're high. So they actually throw the blood away. Okay. Now, if you come in with your hematocrit not off the charts, then they'll just do a regular blood donation and they'll use it. Oh, okay. But if you get to the point where it's like 52, 53, or something like that, which is high, yeah, then they're like, ah, no, this is this is just going in the garbage. Oh wow, well, but they'll do it for you anyway. They'll do it, but only if you have a doctor's script, oh, yeah, in which we write that. that. We write that for the patient to go in to the Red Cross or whatever and do it. And we do it here. Like oh. We do phlebotomies here. Okay. When our when our nurse is here, she's on her maternity leave right now. But anyway, when she's here, we do phlebotomies and all the rest of the stuff. Oh, well. okay. That's cool. So is there anything, because there's, man, there's just a lot of confusion about this space. Um, probably just a lot of misinformation and just, just bad information. Is there anything kind of surrounding the space that you wish was just kind of like just more clear for people? Yeah. Part of it's the taboo that surrounds it. And, and again, it stems from a lot of people look at people in the bodybuilding industry and they look at steroids and then they associate steroids with hormone therapy. That's the problem where people put these two things together. Abuse anything. It's going to cause you drink too much water. It's going to cause you problems. Yeah. You know? So People have to separate hormone therapy that is being supervised by a medical professional Mm -hmm. to get a person's hormones back into balance. Not super physiologically, right? I'm not taking you to where your testosterone's, you know, 3,000, 3,500 or anything like that. We're bringing it back into balance where you probably were when you're around 2025, something like that. Yeah. So the problem and the reason why a lot of people don't go off and do this, a lot of men, and if they do, they're like, I'm on hormone. You know, it's not like they're just coming out because there's that whole stigma, that whole taboo. People put it toward toward steroids. That's kind of even a problematic word, right? Because that's a blanket statement for a a lot of different um, hormones, right? It's just different hormones. Yeah. 
That's it. But we just use the word steroid. We use steroid. We use it in a negative connotation. Yeah. It's usually used by people. Generally, it's used by people that are lazy. (laughs) And they're like, oh, he's just on steroids, you know? But the people that are actually like doing the work, I mean, I, I don't really know a whole lot of people who look at it like that that are out there doing it. Because you don't just stick a needle in your ass and get big. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. You have to do the work. you got to go and bust your ass. In just, fact, I would say that people on steroids yeah. are working harder than everybody else because now they're enhanced. Yeah, and now it, stuff happens. It allows them to work more. It allows them to work harder. Yeah. And they have a reason to because I'm going to see results yeah. faster if I bust my ass. Right. But we need to separate that. We need. Is there still going to be the whole steroid abuse thing? Absolutely. Bodybuilding communities, sports. I mean, all of these things. Oh, yes, yeah. there's going to be the abuse. Okay. But some guy who's, you know, 50, 55 years old, can't seem to lose weight, brain fog all day, has erectile dysfunction. Can't, I mean, all of these things in his, his life is just shit. Yeah. It's okay for him to go get his hormones balanced, bring him back into where all of a sudden he's able to take control of that weight gain. He's able to fix the ED. He's able to have the relationship. He's have all of the, the crazy thing is a lot of times it just sounds like this pie in the sky sort of thing. Like, yeah, with this magical cream you rub on your true. forehead. Thousands of people have come back, myself included, and said this, the only thing I wish is I would have done this sooner. I shouldn't have lived the, that five, six, seven years in the state of fog and 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 problems and you know it's emasculating all the rest of these things. I should have come in and had this thing done sooner. That's the only thing that I hear, and I just wish it was more mainstream so more people would come and do it. Women, again, the hot flashes and stuff. There's no reason for any woman to have to go through menopause with the hot flashes and all the rest of that. Sleepless nights, irritability. There's no reason for it. There's a way to do that. And these are bioidentical hormones. Your body does not even know that it didn't produce them on its own. They're mm. bioidentical. So it's not like you're putting in some cancerous age. My body's making testosterone. Right. right? It does, makes it every day. It it's just doesn't make there. enough. Right. And now I give it enough. It doesn't know that it didn't make that excess. It just knows that I have enough now. Okay, right. I feel great. So you're not putting foreign substances into your body. Your body's like, what the hell is that? Right. This is normal shit your that your body body's knows, doing. Your body knows own. just what to do with that. Right. It knows just what to do. Now, if somebody comes in and, and they start, you know, the whole therapy, but they don't really make any changes in their life, like they're not even working out or maybe they're not getting enough sleep or they're not changing their diet, is it going to be as beneficial for those people? This is good because I've actually done videos on this before. I, I actually tell people, if you're not willing to get out and exercise, and I'm not talking about crazy stuff. Like I said, talk 20 minutes a day. Get on your treadmill yeah. while you watch TV. Watch a podcast. Learn something mm-hmm. You know while you're doing it or whatever. Um, if you just do those things and you just eat right, like I said, 80% of the time, you know what eating right is. Yeah. You know when you stick a McDonald's chicken nugget in your head, you know you're not eating right. Most okay? people know what to do. They just they, choose not they, to they do They know it. what to do. Yeah. Right? So as long as you follow that on a relatively consistent basis but still have fun and live, your results are going to be five times what they would be if you just took testosterone alone yeah. and sat on your couch and watched, you know, Oprah. Right. So you actually have to do some work with with this. You don't have to, but, but you're not going to get you're not going to get the results. And I I actually tell people if you're not willing to do those things, eat relatively right and exercise a little bit each yeah. day or every other day. Yeah. Don't even do it. Cuz yeah, I mean you know, if you're you're giving your body one of the things that it needs, but it needs a lot of different things. So if you're not going to kind of 
do everything that it needs. And like to your point, you, you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to look perfect, the whole 80-20 mm-hmm. thing. But if you're not at least giving it its basic needs, you don't want to waste your time, right? Because it's your fuel. Yeah. What you stick into your head is your fuel. That's all your body has to run off That's what keeps this And if you going. put sludge into your pie hole, yeah. I mean, what's your body supposed to do? It yeah. can't possibly operate efficiently. Right. But if you put 20% sludge in there, and you put the rest of it, you know, like high octane, yeah. 93% or whatever, yeah. you're good. It'll, you know, work it'll, out. it'll work out. It'll be fine. So yeah. you don't have to change your entire life to do this. And you know what? You should be doing that anyway. Right. You should be doing that You got that grandkids. Anyway. You know, you got other things to do. You have places to go and people to see. I mean, why not feel great while you're doing that? And yeah. all it takes is 20 minutes a day. You've got 24 hours in a day. Yeah. 20 much. minutes, you got three of those in an hour, right? Times 12. That's 36 segments that you have take one of those yeah and do something for yourself one of them and you can do something else while you're doing it yeah you can answer emails if you want to do i mean text to speech is is like great you can learn something while you're doing it like you say you know throw on tony robbins who cares you don't watch you know better your life whatever in something you're interested in watch it yeah but do something while you're exercising for 20 minutes a day and don't go crazy a lot of people get into it and they're like oh my god i'm gonna go like you know, an hour. Yeah. And then two days later, they can't even walk. Yeah. Like, screw that. Yeah, your training is not effective if you can't do it again tomorrow. If, you're, yeah. if you wreck yourself where you can't do anything tomorrow, then what's the, what's the purpose of that? Right. And breaking your body down to where you can't walk isn't good for your body anyway. Right. You know, ease into the thing mm-hmm. and, and do do 10 minutes you yeah. know, for a week. And then do 15 for a week. Then do just, 20 for a week. If people just walked more, like you can, walk. if you went on three 10-minute walks a day. That just did it every day. That would change so many people's lives. Absolutely. I do it. I got a treadmill. One of the things I have downstairs is a treadmill. Big TV right there. Like, you know, I throw it on uh, 3.0. That's why I'm on the treadmill. You should be able to walk and have a conversation. Yeah, this whole entire thing, that hit train and so on, okay, you can do it when you're younger, but when you get to be my age, you don't need that. Right. All you need to do is walk. Get your heart rate slightly elevated. That's right in that fat burning stage where your body, if you go in too much, that's why you never see any big like cyclers. Or runners. Because if you get into it too much, your body needs resources too fast, it's going to steal it from muscle. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go to fat. It's going to take it from muscle first. So if you go into the fat burning like place there where you're able to have carry on a conversation with someone but still walk, that's the perfect zone to be for losing fat. Yeah. So you don't want to go crazy with this. That's not the objective. And when you're working out, you don't have to go to failure. I mean, you don't have to go to failure every time. You can go where you're leaving a couple of reps on the table, and you're still going to be far better than where you were before. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody come in and, and like, the therapy just wasn't for them? Like, it just didn't work for them? I have. You know, generally, in those cases, it's because they weren't doing anything else. Okay. They weren't eating right. They were still eating, you know, Big Macs and stuff and expecting it just to, to mm. change. You know, they were, they were just sleeping. They're drinking, like. You know, six beers a night with, you know, with the buddies out at the bar. They didn't change their lifestyle at all. They no. just decided they were going to stick a needle in their ass, like I said, and things were going to change. Yeah. Doesn't really work that way. Right. So those, that's mainly what happened. But have there been people where it just didn't work? I mean, I guess there might have been. And in those cases, what do you do? Like, if you start doing it, are you, like, forever indebted to the to the needle? That's right. a good question, right? Yeah. If I start this and I want to stop sometime, can I? Right. The answer is yes. And so basically what you do is you take that HCG that I talked about before, keeps your sexual function, your testicles operating, keeps your body producing testosterone. Okay. You would just run that for a month or two, and you'd be dropped right back off where you started. Oh, okay. So if your testosterone was 300 when you started and you got up to 900, 
HCG for a month, maybe two months, and then you right, you'd be right back at that 300 mark. So no harm, no foul. Okay. You'd be, you'd be back there. So yes, you can stop if it isn't for you. Rarely does it ever happen where somebody gets on HRT and wants to stop them. Yeah. Which is why it's a beautiful business. <laughs> right. I mean, even in hard times. Yeah. Nobody's going to feel like shit again. You know, right. I'm going to find the money to get HR to get my HRT supplies. Man, dude, the thing is, man, at any stage in your life, if you're in a place to where your body just isn't operating correctly or optimally, when it, you never know how good you can feel until you feel it. So once you do start feeling well, it's like, man, now I know. Now you see the light, and you don't ever want to go back to feeling like shit again. Never. And that's one of the, the litmus tests, I suppose, is one of the things I said in a couple of videos is – if you're over the age of 45, you go into the to the bathroom, shirt off right after you shower, everything, look in the mirror. And if you mutter the words, what the hell has happened to me? You need to do something, yeah. right? You need to, now, if you walk in there, like, that's ah, pretty good, right? That whole self-confidence thing goes, I mean, that's how people, people treat you differently when you have an air of self-confidence. And it's not even something that you do normally. You just feel good. There's nothing wrong with feeling good and feeling like I'm okay, you know, I, I feel good about myself. I'm proud of myself. You know, there's nothing wrong. Now, you don't want to get it to a level of, you know, where you're just this big ego and can't fit through a door. Right. But there's nothing wrong with rewarding yourself emotionally for a job well done. Right. And feeling good. And like I said, when you take off your shirt at the pool party or something, you feel good. You know, am I just this, this ripped like beast body? No, I'm not. But I feel good. Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you go to that mirror and you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, what happened to me? You need to do something. That's not the end of your life. Like, that's not what you're the card you're dealt forever. Right. There are things you can do about it. Now, you still have genetic limitations. I'm like, you're not going to f- be a, a magazine model in three months. Not you everybody's know? Lou Ferrigno. Right. Not everybody is. And you, I mean, you have to have a reasonable level of expectation, but you can be a hell of a lot healthier than you are. You can be clearer as far as your thought patterns. All of these things can happen to get you back decades younger. So you're not, if you get there and you look in the mirror and you, you utter those words, it's not a death sentence. Yeah. There's a, there's something that you can do. And even if 99%, if you if you're 1% that it doesn't help, like I said, at least you can rule that out and say, you know what? That wasn't it. I'm going to have to look for a different solution. But the last thing you'd want to do is have that be it. Such a simple solution that you could have changed yeah. and you didn't make that change. Right. Because you could get to a certain point in your life. We're past the point of no return. When you can get diseases, like if you get full blown diabetes, and you, you start having problems with your limbs and, you know, your circulatory system. Nothing's bringing you back from that. Yeah. If you have heart condition because you need an exercise or whatever, you ha- you got all this plaque. But, I mean, there's a certain point to where you're just screwed. Yeah. Don't let yourself get to the point where you're screwed. When you start seeing the signs, when you start feeling fatigue, when these things happen to you, do something about it. Reach out for help and see if this is a solution that could help you get back to where you want to be. Dude, Sam. We can probably actually end there. We're right on an hour, my Good. man. Dude, that's a great, um, that's a great ending point. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to to leave the people with, or direct them towards, or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, the the clinic uh, online, VikingAlternative.com. VikingAlternative.com is the way it is. Um, you can call our phone number two ten eight two six eighty nine hundred. But you know, I I don't even really want people to call in to talk to somebody because a lot of times it's just easier if you do your own research. And you're just able to go online and just look. Nobody's pushing you. Nobody's capturing your information. Nobody's trying to sell you anything. That's not my objective here. My objective is just to get you to look into it and see if you think it could be right for you without anybody trying to push it down your throat. 
Now, if you have questions after you've done your research, we're there to help you. You can even come in and do a free consultation. We don't charge for anything like that, right? You can come in, get your labs, send them in, do the entire free consultation, talk to our medical staff, who, if you're not a candidate, will tell you. I mean, we turn people away all the time. You're not a candidate. Yeah. This isn't a business. When I made this, I didn't make it something. This is going to sound like asshole-ish, but I don't need to work, right? I'm perfectly fine. Like, I could go the rest of my life without having to work. This is a This is a labor of love for me. This whole entire thing is because I want to get the word out. It helped me so much. It's helped so many people. I want everybody to know about this. So I didn't set up a business that has this whole, we got to be in the black all the time. And we were profitable. We do a great job. But it's because we do a great job, not right. because we try to oversell people things that they don't need. We'll give you what you need to feel great. This is what you need, and this is why. If you're not a candidate, we'll say, you're just not a candidate. I'm sorry. Come back to me in five years. Yeah. So when you come into us, it isn't like that whole used car salesman approach sort of thing. We have actual people that actually have their licenses on the line and will prescribe you what you need because if they don't, again, we're in a very litigious society. you know. So the whole entire thing, and that's just not the reason. We do it just because that's who we are. But we still do such a good job of bringing people in saying, here's what you need. Here's why. And having you understand why you're doing it, not just here, take this. Right. You're not just turning people through a system. Right. So I to say them. to, if I needed to leave people with something, just do the research, you know, just go out there and do a lot of research on your own. When you get to the point where you think maybe this is something for me, that's when you want to come in and have a free consultation and talk to the medical staff to see if it really is. Awesome. Dude, Sam, thank you so much. Again, I'll put all this in the show notes so people can find you easily, right. but I really appreciate you taking the time. I dude. appreciate you coming here. Uh, all right, man. All right, everybody, Till next time. All right, that was a fun conversation. Again, if you are interested in hormone replacement therapy, I have the links in the show notes. Go check them out. Um, again, huge thank you to Sam for taking the time to have that conversation. This was a really fun conversation. Again, guys, if you are getting value out of the show, Bring us a friend, leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe. All of these things help. Big shout out to St. Louis Deck and Fence. Also, a big thank you to Imposed Will. You guys can go to imposedwill.com. You can save 10% at checkout when you use the code outside. There's a whole bunch of cool apparel over there. And, uh, man, we'll be back very soon with another amazing guest. Just keep being rad humans, everybody. And I love you. Bye.